everybody. Welcome to the Talking Heartland show. This is the show where we're looking at back episodes of the Heartland TV show. And we are finished with season 11 today. It's very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) It's season 11, episodes 16, 17, and 18. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. Michelle is here. Hey, everyone. Can you believe it? We're done. Season 11. (laughs) Unbelievable. Um, I feel like even though the season is long, it feels like we're getting through them quicker for some reason. I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's just because like there's the end is in sight. Yeah. And so it feels kind <laughs> of like that. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, this this season, you could feel them struggling mm-hmm. to have 18 episodes. It's no shock that they went to 11 in season 12 because mm-hmm. we had clip episodes. We had... Uh, just a lot of filler it you mm-hmm. can tell they were struggling with the cast is just kind of a bit of a mess I think it was just such a difficult season um, mm-hmm. and I feel like you and I started off so positive because <laughs> we had that Georgie episode um, I think that was maybe the, the second batch of episodes that we watched mm-hmm. um, like that was such a strong episode and it feels like it just sort of dipped and it didn't have other than Georgie doing the sort of Olympics jumping sort of storyline that was kind of our only sort of through line throughout the entire season um and sort of Tim's health scare kind of towards the the end of the season but we didn't have anything sort of tying the season together for me um like I say it was just mostly filler um there wasn't any really sort of compelling horse storylines or sort of you know Amy working with different you know horses and there wasn't many new people coming in and out Mm -hmm. um just even for like an episode right Uh, so yeah it was sort of a struggle in that sense yeah the only real guest one-op I can think of would have been the um the autism yeah that was a good episode episode. yeah uh that uh that that was kind of a one-off um but Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I feel like they were really stretching and some of the characters kind of paid the price for it. You know, yeah. like, I mean, Lou came off as pretty unlikable. Even I found myself getting kind of irritated with Georgie. I definitely found myself getting irritated with Amy at moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's just challenging when you're just, yeah. you don't have the, the story there. To the to, to motivate the characters and to you know make them compelling. Yeah, and it feels like they didn't really know what to do with Mitch either. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing a lot of his storyline would have been tied to Lou, and with the actress not being available, he was sort of stilted, and it was a shame right. because they did end up having Kevin for the majority of the season. Um, it just felt like he didn't get much to do. Yeah, I think that's true. Well, so the first episode we're going to talk about today is is episode 16, season 11, mm-hmm. A Place to Call Home. And in this episode, we have a training accident results in injury and unlikely, unlikely ally arrives uh, to show support. I, I just feel like they should not have involved the Olympics. And maybe I'm just holding on to that too much. Because mm-hmm. it just makes Georgie feel a little entitled to me. And I guess that's what's coming, what I'm struggling with, with her story this season is, is I just, if you're going to the Olympics, you need to try harder. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not easy and it's a whole different mentality and a whole different discipline. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like if, if you're not really in that environment from such a young age it would be hard to sort of come in um at Georgie's age and sort of compete at that level um but it is hyper competitive it is hyper you know it's very time consuming um Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't even go to school you know they're homeschooled or you know school on the road it's such a you know it's a it's a fight it's a four-year sort of cycle um so yeah, it is hard for them to sort of throw around the Olympics when, you know, 
the coach has like three different jobs and you know Georgie's sort of distracted with other things it just didn't feel like she wanted it mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah like it didn't feel like she wanted the Olympic experience which a lot of Olympians they don't actually a lot of them obviously want to go and they want to win a medal but for a lot of them it is the the experience of competing at the Olympics and it just feels like that was never something that Georgie was even interested in yeah so yeah it's frustrating that they made it such a big big storyline yeah yeah because the the whole thing of going to the Olympics like it it's it's gonna consume like your whole life yeah it's not just some like oh well when we feel like not when we feel like practicing we mm-hmm. will yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like I've said before that the, the one sport that I sort of follow is tennis um and that is an Olympic sport but it is also you know it's individual athletes yeah and the tour is one of I think up next to golf it's the longest tour um mm-hmm. throughout the year um so it's a huge commitment for athletes to do it yet the top athletes always show up because the Olympics is such a massive massive event I mean like you have athletes like Maria Sharapova who you know said that her grandma didn't even really know about the French Open she didn't know about Wimbledon she didn't know about all of these huge tennis events but she played the Olympics because that was the one event that her grandma was excited about because Mm -hmm. that it transcends sport um yeah 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 that's the thing once you're competing on that kind of a level then it's you have to also consider the fact that like people are are investing in you not only their time, but also, you know, a lot of financial investment, um, your country's investing in you, yeah. uh, you know, all that stuff. Like it's, it's yeah, just not something thing. to like, be kind of like, eh. yeah. I mean, Georgie has, you know, the facilities and the horse and, you know, the support and Val, you know, it's not, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't imagine support from Val is what a lot of people, you know, would, would enjoy having but as she doesn't have to struggle for sponsors or you know any sort of financial help um when she has someone like Val sort of um financing everything but yeah mm-hmm. as it is, it is incredibly time consuming and it, it's just a frustrating aspect to the season yeah so Jack is left watching Tim's friends cows right mm-hmm. and I was a little bit this is more in the next episode but they're making this big deal with this uh with this grocer uh mm-hmm. company and I didn't really think that cattle was the big export of Heartland Ranch I mean yeah. not to the extent that you would like be able to supply a major yeah it's the first I've heard that Maggie's is sort of you know the the beef then and sort of the the meat that Maggie's uses is is, comes from Heartland right it feels like I've never heard that before in the show (laughs) (laughs) yeah and Um, and I didn't have in sort of that aspect in the show I mean it is very much a part of running a farm but I imagine that's not very you know Heartland friendly having that sort of discussion um of what happens to the cattle right like i i thought they had some cows mm-hmm. and i know that tim has more mm-hmm. cows on his land but i i just didn't think it was enough for like a major deal on that kind of level i don't know um they they we have the uh, the cow in this one with they they're trying to take care of this calf mm-hmm. and uh they they milk the uh the cow and you would have to milk you can't just 
milk a little bit of a cow you have to uh, like if you want it to remain i'm no expert on this but i think you have to milk the whole cow you can't just like take a little bit mm-hmm. uh, from the cow you have to yeah. uh, if, if you want it to keep producing it, it'll go like stagnant anyway but um yeah and imagine uh, if they don't actually like milk the cows they would probably be in some sort of discomfort and pain yeah that's why you can't just if you have a milk cow you can't just miss a day you have uh-huh. to do it every single day okay i think <laughs> Sorry, i know my friend my friend raylene she uh she has a milk cow and so i always i all my knowledge i always get from her instagram <laughs> uh, for if you look at belvedere uh, farms on Instagram. They, they have, she has a, 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 it's a fun follow. She, she's entertaining and about her kids and her family. And she has a working farm, including two milk cows. And, uh, I don't think you can just miss a day is what I'm saying, but it doesn't matter. But this whole thing with them, with the calf, with Jack and Mitch was pretty cute. Yeah. Yeah. This was the sort of thing that sort of miss with Ty being gone because it feels like these are the moments that Jack and Ty used to have um yeah. you know of Mitch sort of questioning you know where his life is going and things sort of not moving forward and you know what's ahead for him and his career aspirations and yeah it feels like this is the kind of stuff Jack and Ty used to talk about not that I'm complaining but it was just sort of one of mm-hmm. the sort of things that I used to love about you know, those Jack and Ty moments. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he says, Mitch says, I feel like I should have more figured out by now, my goals, my life, what I'm even doing with it. Yeah, uh, that's very relatable. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know if that feeling ever goes away. I think, and, and I think that even the most like accomplished people still struggle with that. Yeah. Yeah, but it feels also feels like Jack is the perfect person to talk about these things with. Mm -hmm. He's always got like a a solid quote to sort of get you through it. Mm -hmm. The thing that amazed me though about this whole thing with the baby calf is that uh, is that how did they make it do that? You know, like how do they make it look like that and be sort of sedated like that and without actually like hurting it like how did they do it i think that's amazing yeah they must have some like animal behaviorists or or something on set to work with these animals because yeah they do have them in you know pain or not actual pain but they do have these these animals that are clearly look like they're suffering on screen um but imagine and being in that part of the world they have access to actual like just born calves and which you, you think know, would watch. make it even harder yeah to, yeah to kind of train and whatever but i was just like wow how did they get it to do that it looked like it was about to die yeah oh, we need God. to talk to one of the animals i want to i want to so bad <laughs> i should just reach out to heart to the uh maybe the heartland um social media and see if i can get anywhere because i really really want to know how they do that i think it's incredible Uh, (laughs) we uh we have also in this uh so peyton at the beginning she drops by gives amber uh amber (laughs) so peyton (laughs) drops by at the beginning and gives amy a uh, present of a bracelet and (laughs) yeah so we think that they're trying to set it up as kind of a catcher, like, oh, you thought that she had changed, but oh, no. Uh, and so you think that they're friends. And you had written in your notes, I saw it, where you said, is Peyton the new Olivia? Yeah. It's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> She's just another Olivia. Um, it just feels like Georgie has no luck when it comes to friends. Um, other than Jade, it's just been so disappointing. Um, yeah. Yeah, every character ends up being a bully. 
It's true. That she tries to be friends with. It's true. Yeah, she. Yeah, there hasn't been. I can. There's been none. Zero, except for Adam. I guess if you count that. Yeah. Uh, and then they go into uh, Amy and Ty's apartment, and it's a big mess. And it's kind of interesting because they're like, we're bursting at the seams, and I guess this is just a one bedroom apartment that they've made for them but it's like yeah. a pretty big one bedroom apartment and i feel like they should be able that like i feel like it seems like enough space for two people well, and never there so yeah yeah ty's never there <laughs> <laughs> like it, yeah, it doesn't it matter more, yeah it, it doesn't really feel like they were outgrown it as opposed to amy was just you know, looking after the baby on her own and was overwhelmed and things yeah. were a mess, which, you know, <laughs> is very realistic. You know, it's, you know, that's just part of life. Because even if you have a house, you mm-hmm. still will make it messy, yeah. even yeah, if you're like... still overwhelmed. You still, <laughs> yeah. you know, can't be bothered picking things up and, you know, we'll hover <laughs> off days. But yeah, it, it honestly just felt like a an excuse to sort of get ahead with the storyline of, of the mm-hmm. land and the, a childhood bedroom sort of storyline but yeah. yeah it did it did sort of feel like a little weird that they were like yeah that it's not enough space and it's like it's a loft it's you know pretty spacious plus they have the the house pretty much you know a stone's throw away mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean it it's it does seem like plenty plenty of room for a couple for a couple and a baby to me mm-hmm. but uh but you're right yeah they're just kind of getting the ball rolling with this and uh uh we also have lisa she's making these holiday wreaths for her employees because she can't give them a, a bonus mm-hmm. uh, but and she's struggling she's not a crafty person are you a crafty person yeah gonna... i was laughing so much during this lisa so me of, of like watching it <laughs> watching it like an instagram video or a just like a random thing on YouTube and thinking, oh, I could do that. And then trying it and <laughs> feeling, I'm so not a crafty person. Like the amount of things I have lying around the house of like cross stitch and just like random stuff, jewelry making kits and just like things that I'm like, oh yeah, like I could do that. Or did I sit on Amazon and then try it for 20 minutes? And I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> I quit so I'm yeah i've got big aspirations but i quit very easily (laughs) yeah i'm not very patient with things that's my problem (laughs) i get frustrated that's why i've never been much of like a knitter or those kinds of crafts i'm not the not the best i i mean i can have fun with them but i'm usually usually my output is not great yeah yeah other than like movies and tv i have such a short attention span for anything else or even video games and things like that like half an hour and i'm done Mm -hmm. (laughs) need to move on to something else (laughs) yeah i mean i have a hard time letting go of projects so i usually do finish what i start but Mm -hmm. uh it just usually looks rushed because i get uh, (laughs) like i'll finish it technically but i'm like oh it didn't really look very good (laughs) but (laughs) Oh, well. <laughs> and uh, so that's what Lisa's going through here. And she's mm-hmm. also being audited. So, which is like my nightmare. I just dread the idea of, of ever getting audited. I hope it never happens. <laughs> I think it would be the worst. Yeah. It'd be yeah. awful. Yeah. You know, more power to her. She's doing everything to avoid it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so then they go over and Dylan is at Peyton's and Georgie seems surprised by that. And like, isn't he related to them? Of course he's there. uh, Yeah, he like lives there. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, why are you here? I'm like, why wouldn't he be here? (laughs) Uh, And this equestrian gossip. What's that? It's like proper winter as well, so I assume that's why Georgie was there, mm-hmm. um, because they've got like the indoor facilities. That's true, and you could see their breath, like it was real. Yeah. Yeah. No faking that. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, so then uh, this gossip site, this, this is quite the, uh, quite the, mm-hmm. it's like the TMZ of uh, the equestrian yeah. news in Hudson. Question teams, it seems like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not completely unbelievable. There's corners of the internet for everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, does it matter what you're into? You'll find like-minded people. Um, yeah. Sort of, you know. Yeah, I think, again, if you, were really, if you were really planning on going to the Olympics, you would probably need to develop thicker skin. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, the amount of people that, especially sports of like, people that have never, you know, kicked the football in their life you know right. they've got all of their answers <laughs> while game was lost or yeah it's it's the hardest sort of fan commentary if you can call them fans yeah I love that scene in fever pitch uh I don't know if you've well both of them are good but the the American one when uh, uh when Jimmy Fallon's character they're uh they, they've lost the the Sox have lost a big game and he sees the the players out having dinner after and some of the other people are like oh what are they doing you know and whatever and and he's just kind of he has this moment of realization of like they tried hard they did a good job they, <laughs> of course why, why shouldn't they go to dinner <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I'm just like they tried hard <laughs> But yeah, the they they are. Uh, I mean, there's just a part of like fandom and any kind of group culture. There's always going to be a toxic element, unfortunately. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so then we have uh, Jack having a nice moment with Amy, telling her about the land that he's going to give her. Oh, yeah, which was really nice. Yeah, uh, uh, Amy really frustrated me in this episode. I will be honest. Um, yes, she was sort of a brat. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to. I mean, she was this, but this particular moment, she was sweet. Yeah. I thought that was nice. Yeah, and, and I like Jack's sentiment of like giving them it where he can sort of watch them, you know, mm-hmm. build on it and, and live their life and sort of. He gets to witness that as opposed to you know the you know them sort of inheriting it later um yeah. that's a nice sentiment of him sort of getting to witness all of his kids and grandkids and great grandkids sort of love their life yeah i mean it makes you wish that lou and peter had actually you know built their house mm-hmm. and they had they had done that because i don't know i just felt like that was peak lou and peter when uh, Peter was uh, was basically the stay-at-home dad, the house was getting built, uh, but then she decides to buy this random house, and and then it was just a spiral downhill from there. Yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you had it all and you lost it. Uh, but uh, then we have. Uh, and Georgie, she uh, tries to do the big jump on Phoenix, and uh, it they it, uh, they can't do it, and it hurts his ankle, his I guess not not ankle, hoof. Mm-hmm. So they put this um wrap, uh, this boot on ice boot, on for Phoenix, and. Yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting. I mean, I don't know. I just felt like this was not. Uh, usually, I'm so impressed with Alicia's acting, but for some reason, in these episodes, when she was sobbing over Phoenix, it just didn't ring true to me. Uh, it didn't work for me. It felt a little, I don't know, yeah, I mean, too I- melodramatic. I think I don't know. I just didn't didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. And and also this sort of let us down a little bit in terms of Georgie and Phoenix's relationship and Amy and Spartan's relationship. It, it's it's sort of 
not been highlighted very well. Um, we haven't really had moments, and it feels like Phoenix was only brought in when Flame didn't work out. So, yeah, it, it sort of lost that little bit of an emotional element for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's why it felt a little hollow for me when she was getting so upset about it. Uh, and then we get Scott back with his pencil mustache. <laughs> like, okay, we're going with that for multiple episodes. All right. <laughs> and uh, then Lisa brings in, this is where we get the problem with Amy. Lisa brings her paperwork in to Amy's old room. Uh, and she thinks she can kind of use that as a little, sort of a makeshift uh, office during this audit and maybe further. And yeah, Amy was challenging in this scene. Yeah. It was frustrating. It's so, yeah, it's, it's just frustrating that Lisa is sort of having to fight for space in her home. Um, yeah. Like she's fully moved in at this point, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they have, you know, I've no idea how many bedrooms are in this house. But That's what like I was this wondering. In, <laughs> there's like infinite, infinite amounts. Like Lou has a bedroom, Georgie, <laughs> Katie, Amy, um, and uh, well, Georgie's in the loft, isn't she? So yeah, like five and, bedrooms. Jack's bedroom as well. So yeah, because Jack's bedroom's on the other side mm-hmm. of the house, and then yeah, Georgie's in the loft, and then there's Katie's room. There's Amy. Amy's room and I think Lou. one other room. Lou. So it's I think like Lou a f- has a room room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like four Lou. four bedroom house plus plus the loft. Yeah. So, Something. But it is a little yeah. unclear. <laughs> yeah, and it, understandably like Katie's sort of in and out in terms of, you know, whether she's at her dad's or in New York or, or in the house and Lou is sort of the same. So it makes sense that she would use Amy's room, which I imagine hasn't been used in like a year. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so unfair to say you can't have somewhere to put your stuff when, you know, a bedroom isn't being used or, like, understandably, it, and it's not like she's taking over the room. Like, you could very much have it, you know, work as a bedroom and, and, and an office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah i agree it was a a very weird response and also Mm -hmm. just even if you feel that way and you have an attachment to your room you could you need to respond in a kinder way Mm -hmm. to somebody in your family (laughs) i think yeah yeah Um, you know just that was obviously well-meaning yeah She's like, I feel like I'm being pushed out. And I'm like, come on, you're being given yeah. land. <laughs> yeah, you live two seconds away from the house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it'd be nice if they could make room for Lisa in the office. Mm-hmm. You know, where. Yeah, know, in the bar. That would be good. Mm-hmm. But especially during this audit, she needs some space. Um, so we have this whole scene between uh well dylan shows up at heartland ranch and he's like i'd like to get to know you better and he says i was just trying to show off and impress you and i i don't know are we supposed to like dylan or not i feel a little bit confused yeah it feels like the show is a little bit confused in terms of you know the show was very much a family drama and a very much for all ages and it feels like they can't go too far in terms of making him a bad boy but also a love interest yeah um and he's also not done anything um to to make us think you know he's got any sort of ill Ill intentions um yeah heartland has sort of a, a a difficult history with relationship build up outside of sort of Amy and Ty yeah. um, and their other sort of central relation- relationships um, because even when you know Georgie and Wyatt are together now but we don't really see them together <laughs> um, so we sort of see people get together and break up but we don't actually get to 
experience the relationship much um and sort of those in-between moments so it's hard to sort of root for either side of this love triangle yeah we don't really get to see we don't really get to see what the relationships that we should be rooting for if that makes sense yeah it's true because the only other ones that you have are with him and that's not been very well done either frustrating Mm -hmm. uh but eventually amy apologizes and then her and jack help with the reese and that was cute Mm -hmm. and yeah uh, and then we get to the end with sort of Georgie crying with Phoenix. Uh, I don't know. It was just a little over the top. But um, what would you give this one, uh, this episode one to ten? Um, give it a six. Yeah. It, <laughs> that seems harsh, but it wasn't. It, I mean, when you have your lead character being so unlikable, it's tough. So yeah. I don't disagree. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies all right so then next we have the episode is called doubt and it's amy and ty decide what to do with the land jack gifted to them lou is unsure how to support georgie who's considering giving up uh, show jumping because of a viral video jack tim and mitch are at odds over a lucrative business opportunity and like we said this whole thing with fred garland Mm-hmm. I found a little confusing because he's the head of food manufacturing. This is like big time, <laughs> big time. You know, it's not like Walmart, but it's it's like Kroger is this is like a big national or Smiths is here. These this seems like a big time thing, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it seems like they have under a hundred cattle between Tim's and Heartland. So I was just confused about how they could really serve i mean i guess maybe if they're uh providing like wagyu or you know what i mean or maybe something like really exclusive about their beef um then they could but i don't know i just was like oh i didn't know that was a thing at heartland (laughs) yeah anytime we've seen them sort of move the cattle um it's not like they're moving hundreds yeah 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 Yeah, and i didn't think about it until you said that but yeah we've seen them move the cattle and it doesn't seem like it's a huge amount because they're able to do it just the three of them um Mm -hmm. yeah and so then we have uh the uh mitch is going to go and meet with this guy fred and Tim is just the worst. Oh my God. <laughs> really annoying. He doesn't think that Mitch can do it. And Lou gives him the five rules to follow if you want to make a deal. The number one is to personalize it, to know to, to know your walkaway price, to make the first ask, and to have a power position. And I didn't write down the fifth. <laughs> sorry uh, but uh but mitch does like he's ready to go for all of this but mm-hmm. tim of course doesn't have any faith in him and so he storms in and uh, then you know fred says i've got to go with my gut sorry wasted your time uh and all of this uh but then we have him meeting with jack and getting the tour 
and uh, Jack's able to get the deal. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt like kind of bad for Mitch. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, he had his suit on and everything. <laughs> yeah, he did a good job, and Tim was just being annoying. <laughs> Uh, he had the three F's friendly, fresh, and family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we have this video that Georgie becomes kind of obsessed with. And I do kind of relate to the to the thing of like, you know that it's toxic, but you have a hard time not paying attention to it. Like people always say, like, don't read the comments, don't read the comments. I have a hard time sometimes not reading the comments because it's hard well it's hard for me because I feel like on my channel I want to encourage like when you're when you're just starting out your YouTube channel you want to kind of read the comments and try to engage the audience and try to uh and try to develop a following right but the problem the hard part I have is that I don't really have the luxury to do that because or I have a hard time doing that because I have the exposure of a large channel as far as Rotten Tomatoes, which I'm very grateful for, but I have the exposure of a large channel without necessarily the reach of a large channel. And, uh, and so it's kind of a weird middle ground where I want to sometimes behave like a small channel, but I, I, I can't sometimes behave like a small channel if that makes any sense, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> but you, you but you so you don't want to read the comments but you do want to read the comments and and uh, but I do I don't know I just I relate to that kind of a thing of like you know you're not you know you're not gonna like it you know it's gonna be toxic but you just can't help yourself and you just keep watching it over and over again or you keep looking at the same comments over and over again um it can be it can be hard yeah, it, it can be really hard. And, and, you know, I don't have a YouTube channel. I just have, you know, your normal sort of social media accounts. And, you know, they do make it a little bit easier now in that you can sort of block people and you can mute things and you can mm-hmm. sort of cater it to your um your your sort of likes and dislikes and, and just sort of the, the space that you want. But it is a lot difficult when you are providing content and you want feedback and, you know, you do have to read everything um and 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 that's sort of another thing about you know if George is really wanting wanting to go into sort of an athletic space you know sports Mm -hmm. psychology is such a big part of sports now um and it's not just you know within the the actual plane of the sport it's you know all of the social media Mm -hmm. aspect of being an athlete now of you know the bullying online and the I know in, in the UK, it's especially um, betting is a big part of sport. So mm-hmm. you will have, you know, people threatening and, you know, being awful to players when, you know, a bet doesn't go their way. Or Well, I mean, especially in horses, I mean. Yeah, very much so. Betting yeah. is huge. Huge, yeah. So Part of it. Yeah, so, you know, therapy is a huge part of sports now. Um. Mm-hmm. And it would have been nice if they sort of highlighted that a little bit more, but because we have seen Georgie go through this sort of, um, mm-hmm. you know, being bullied and, and picked on by other equestrian people of, you know, fancy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, especially the, the with her wealthy. Yeah, with her history, uh, mm-hmm. I, she is somebody who probably could benefit from some therapy, mm-hmm. um, regular therapy. Uh, that they've never, you know, they've never really gone that way as far as her character. Uh, but, but if you want to see an interesting movie about all of this, uh, there's a movie called Gold, uh, and um, I think it's called Gold anyway, with um, uh, on HBO Max, uh, which is all about uh, the mental health of the Olympic athletes. It's kind of led by Michael Phelps. Yeah, he shares his story. It's, it was really good documentary. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. And so then we also have uh, Amy wondering if she should move into the ranch house. Uh, 
which doesn't make any sense. Why would you move into the ranch yeah. house if you're complaining about not having enough room in the loft, which is apartment, which is way bigger than whatever you have in the house. And, uh, and it kind of reminds me of on the Cosby show, they would, they wanted to have, obviously they always wanted to have a, uh, a child with, uh, you know, in the house because that, you know, brings a lot of humor. And, uh, and so, they would come up with the most ridiculous reasons that either Sandra or, um, or, um, I'm like Denise had to stay in the house. <laughs> you know, they, they're like married, have children. Like they would come up with these ridiculous uh, because the more people you have in the house, the more stories you can tell and the more you know mm-hmm. jokes you can do and the more stuff you can do. And I feel like that it was, it's a little bit kind of here with like just coming up with these reasons of why both Lou and, and Amy need to be out. Yeah, it uh, makes sense for, for Amy, yeah, sorry, for Lou to, you know, stay at the house. You know, she is, you know, going on business trips all mm-hmm. the time. Um, and she's, she's single, so it makes sense. But yeah, the fact that Amy's wanting to move that because kind of crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it feels like before amy and ty got married it was like a point in the show of how sort of on top of each other they were um the house was very just crowded yeah and that was before lisa moved in and so yeah imagine it would be <laughs> i think worse. they only have one bathroom i think that's the problem yep. yeah because jack built an outhouse right so he could pass space themselves um and so we also have dylan talking to georgie saying why are you ghosting me and he says oh, i didn't post it uh how could i post it i was there with georgie um he thinks it's peyton who posted it and then peyton says that georgie should take a break from jumping um and so then Georgie all of a sudden says, I want to go to New York City with Lou. And she says, I need a change. I miss you and Katie, um, which I don't know. Again, I just found her to be kind of irritating. And I mean, yeah, it's understandable. She misses her sister. Um, but, uh, you know, Lou says that uh, it would be like running away. Mm-hmm. um but i don't know i just i just wanted she was just you know mean like teenagers on these shows sometimes they frustrate <laughs> me um she was frustrating me a little bit yeah it's so hard when the, there's a bullying aspect to it because yeah. you, you, you sort of don't know if you know lou is right and and you know not letting her go to new york um you know, some situations it is probably best to take your kid out of the the space where they're, they're being bullied and, and take them somewhere else. But also, there's that it's not it's not going to go away. Um, if she's going to stay in this equestrian world, then she's going to have to deal with the Olivia's of the of the world. Yeah. Well, they find out on Peyton's browser history that she like hacked in to mm-hmm. dylan's video that he had made uh which i guess was like on the cloud or something like that and uh then um they uh so they kind of discover that she was the the thing but i mean peyton's mom she's not that sympathetic to lou she says my family has been more than kind to georgie allowing her to to train at their facilities which i thought was actually a good point <laughs> <laughs> like yeah that's true yeah she had a good point but she was also just looking her nose down at you know people that yeah i mean she did it she in a very of... disagreeable way but yeah, it is yeah. true sort that of, yeah. she has a lot somehow she felt worse than than val in these scenes and yeah val's pretty bad <laughs> Um, and so then we also have Tim saying to 
to, uh, to Amy saying, I wish I had spent more time playing with my daughters. Uh, and, uh, I do think it's kind of interesting that these are the same people that at a moment's notice would fly all the way to Mongolia and leave Lindy. <laughs> you know, they, 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 that they're like, supposedly she's feeling bad about working late. And I'm like, you literally left your daughter to go to Mongolia. No problem. Weeks. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm like funny. messaging going on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh-huh. also like if building a house isn't cheap. I imagine you know they've both been working for a long time now, um, especially Amy. I I don't know yeah. how much money Ty has spent traveling the world. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that they paid for him to go to Mongolia yeah and he went to school locally and he's worked kind of through school as well so yeah it's not like and in fact I think his schooling was sort of financed as well so it's not like it's just sort of difficult that they're working hard and he's taking extra shifts and yet he's made to feel bad about taking extra shifts when it's probably important that he save some money if they're going to mm-hmm. build a house and then it's not just building a house it's sort of filling that house well you do I, I did write actually in my notes like why doesn't amy have more savings she's literally been working full time since she was 16 and she has no major expenses as far as or for years she had no major expenses now obviously she has she has Lindy, but she, as far as she doesn't have a mortgage, she doesn't have, yeah, you know, it, it, I yeah, guess maybe she has, has a car payment maybe or something like that, but I just seems like doesn't she doesn't have like student loans or anything. She doesn't have any sort of, yeah. And she's working in this world of, you know, equestrian, which is pretty, I would think she'd Looking get a her, pretty yeah. high rate for her services. So I don't really understand why she doesn't have, like, she seems like she should be able to certainly put a down payment down on a, on a house. Yeah. And, and Ty was also, I think Ty was promoted as well, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, at least partner pretty much. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's frustrating. We don't really know what the situation is there in terms of their finances, but yeah, it was just sort of weird that Ty was made to feel bad for <laughs> taking some extra shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I did like, though, this whole scene with Ty with the swing. Yeah. Yeah, it that seems like that's what makes me wish that he was in the show more this season. But yeah, it just feels like this was a season that this act- the actor just wanted some time off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We also get Lou doing lots of canning in this she's putting up pickles and pickled carrots and yeah she lost me at the pickled carrots i'm sorry <laughs> 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 I, I actually i wouldn't mind because I, I like uh if you've read a bon me sandwich no oh it's really good it's um like vietnamese sandwich where they have pickled um pickled uh, daikon and pickled carrots on top of um there's like usually like a pate and then like a um sweet like pork or some kind of meat and it's a tasty sandwich and like those the the pickled carrots and daikon um are really good (laughs) so that's what i thought of Uh, but uh but yeah she ends the whole thing with uh and with her saying Georgie is like canned carrots. <laughs> <laughs> She's strong. <clears throat> and uh it leaves the the canned carrots. I love home canning. I that is I haven't done a lot of the um wet canning. Uh, I have I but I've made jams and you know things like that uh, a little bit, but uh, I've done some with sort of the help of other people i just love it i love i think because i think it's so delicious 
And it's so satisfying because I feel like most of the time these days, most of the stuff that you do is about kind of just redoing everything. Like you're just, you have more and more laundry. And as soon as you're finished, it seems like, oh, I put in another load. And uh, you're just kind of always playing catch up kind of. There's something really satisfying of why, of canning stuff and having nothing. And then all of a sudden, here's all this that you've made, you know, I think it feels, I really, I really actually really enjoy it. And, and, uh, I wish I could do it even more. Um, and, uh, I love like canned peaches. Oh, so good. <laughs> That's my favorite. I, I, I don't know. I just really like canning. I think it's fun. So I was with yeah, Lou never- on this one. <laughs> I've never done the type of canning that she was doing um it's just I don't have a lot of space and the Mm -hmm. idea of having to sort of sterilize everything it just sort of feels very overwhelming to me but yeah like making jams and Mm -hmm. um I really want you to make some marmalade um Mm yeah I've never done marmalade yeah it feels like within my capabilities but yeah we'll see I've never done marmalade I but I've done all different kinds of jams and stuff and it's really fun i love it so i'm with lou on this one (laughs) um what would you give this one um seven i'll give us one a seven yeah i think that's that's fair all right then our last episode is called naming day and this is right before the fall finale georgie is given a new offer by Val. Ty enlists Caleb's help in fulfilling a promise he made. Amy works on something special with Spartan before Lindy's naming ceremony. And Tim gets news he finds hard to share. So with this episode, uh, I mean, I definitely think this is the best of the three. You can see why sure, it's the yeah. finale. Um, and I really like the whole thing with the naming ceremony. I feel like it's nice that, that this family has their own traditions. Uh, and I, I don't know why they did this rather than like have a, you know, traditional christening or something like that, but I kind of like it. I like the idea of sort of creating your own unique ceremony and traditions and things like that. Yeah. And it's also a way of them having some sort of spirituality within the show without, you know, leaning towards one religion or, you know, mm-hmm. They can sort of avoid that but sort of have that feel mm-hmm. um that way it's sort of um relatable for a lot of people so i sort of like that thing and in, in the the whole sort of fireplace stone it's very unique um and it's very very unique to heartland um and it's sort of nice that the show has something like that um it's rarely yeah. you know you sort of see the same sort of things over and over and to have something that's so unique um to this world is really really yeah. cool i mean it's surprising that uh, that tim wouldn't have had a stone yeah i liked his slip. <laughs> he sort of slipped that in of like a story for another day <clears throat> so i wonder if we'll we'll find that out mm-hmm. yeah uh it starts out with Amy riding Spartan, which was nice to see. Um, riding bareback, that seems like that would be hard. Yeah. I guess maybe it's easier sometimes than saddling and everything. Yeah, it feels like we've seen Amy do that before, but I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but it feels like if we were going to see it with anybody, it would be with Amy and Spartan. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> so Dylan, he says that he's sorry. Um, and then he falls off his horse, hurts his ankle. So like you said, now Val has an offer to Georgie to ride flame and Georgie refuses. Um, I'm a little bit confused why only teenagers are in this competition. (laughs) Um, I mean, is it by age or? Yeah, I imagine it's like an under 18s um competition because mm-hmm. no i don't think that's the case with the olympics though right well there's junior olympics um mm. so 
yeah imagine I guess that's true most, yeah most sports have an age limit it's just the crazy ones like <laughs> figure skating where 14 and 15 year olds can compete right um you know that which i you know i don't agree with because the level that they're competing at just you know it's not sustainable but right. yeah most sports have age limits and the only reason i know about junior olympics is a hundred percent from my ducks too so <laughs> I'm not an expert by any means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do have the the junior Olympics. I don't know how it works with equestrian, but mm-hmm. um, I, you know, you'd think there would be some older, uh, jumping athletes that could ride flame. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Yeah, it, it's sort of strange that, you know, <laughs> Georgie's Val's only option. Yeah, um, I imagine just because, you know. I'm sort of doing a lot of the work in my head of like, well, Georgie has a bond with Flame, so maybe that's that's why Val's so desperate to get her to the to ride mm-hmm. Flame. Yeah. But it seems like Val should have like a lot of options. Yeah, I would think so. But Georgie is gonna stick with uh with Phoenix. And Phoenix, we I didn't mention he jumps the fence in the previous episode Mm -hmm. so he can jump that's for sure and so amy remembers her mother doing a special thing on her naming ceremony and everybody's like no way you couldn't remember you were a year old and i i do think that probably it's some mixture of her being told about it a lot yeah and so then you were you know you feel like you remember I don't yeah, know. You sort of create the memories. Yeah, yeah, you create the memory. Yeah, it's, it's a little hard to believe just because um I have a terrible memory. Yeah. <laughs> just in general. Um and yeah, even when I try to think back of that, like such a young age, there's a few things that stand out, just like holidays and certain things, but mm-hmm. yeah, I find it hard to believe that yeah. <laughs> it would have been nice if we had sort of like a flashback with Marion, just sort of mm-hmm. at the beginning of the episode. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I can remember, I feel like kindergarten and that kind of mm-hmm. uh, pretty much going forward. I have memories, but uh, anything like younger than that, I, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, but uh, I mean, maybe if you had trauma, that would, that would stick with yeah, you. Yeah. Um, but um. Uh, then we have Tim getting the MRI and then he gets the news from Dr. Verani. The tumor's gone. Tim's in the clear. Uh, that was, it was a good moment for Tim. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it sort of, um, didn't go the way I expected. Um, I sort of was expecting a cliffhanger of him having to go into surgery or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so yeah, it feels a little surprising that they went this way. Um, but I feel like it, it was a good arc. Um and the emotional moments really worked. Um, it was just frustrating that Tim was kind of back to being annoying in the last episode. So yeah, even right. throughout all of this, he still was he still had his moments. hmm And it was sweet with Lou and Amy when they found out. When he tells, when he tells them, I mean, I, I, this wasn't exactly it, but, uh, in 2020, I had a, I had a bit of a, a health scare, um, Mm -hmm. with my heart and, uh, I've been, you know, working to try to, you know, be healthier and and trying to avoid salt and and taking medicine I take. And it was, it was gratifying this last week. I went to, for my echocardiogram to your checkup. And, uh, I was got a full clear bill of health. Uh, my Amazing. doctor, who I love my doctor. So great. Um, he said, he's, he's like, I was looking at this echocardiogram or whatever. I was looking at this and they're saying, this is a very boring. Echocardiogram. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing going on here. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's awesome. one time in my life when I don't mind being boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely that's such great news Rachel 
Yeah, I was. So that made me very, very happy. Uh, so I could kind of relate to Tim in this this moment uh, yeah. that you get the the good news. Yeah, <clears throat> um, tumors as well. It's such a scary. I imagine yeah. it's such a scary thing because it can be like a million different things. Right. Um, I know in the UK there was a a boy band that was pretty fairly successful boy band. Um, and the, one of the, the members had an an alcohol tumor. Um, he's very young as well, and there's just nothing that they could do, and he just sort of had to live his life, and he very sadly passed away. But it's such a scary, scary thing. Mm-hmm. It can just happen to anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I mean, cancer is just the worst. It's oh, just awful. Ruins lives. Um, we also get the plot in this of Ty and Caleb switching oh, out uh, yeah. Jack's Longhorn. That it's, was fun. It's so un- it's so frustrating. Like when I was writing down sort of list of things I liked and didn't like about the season, like so many times, <laughs> I'm like, why isn't Caleb in this show more? Yeah, he's so good. Um, and he brings so much energy. Um, and I think it's obviously down to Kerry and, and just sort of the what he brings to the table but mm-hmm. yeah like I don't understand why he's not a series regular he's so fun you know he's got such good relationships with Jack and Tim and yeah. Amy and his relationship with Ty is great like yeah it's just such a wasted opportunity not having him around more I agree but I thought this was a fun little yeah, plot it was, so it was yeah. clever so they buy a longhorn and they they in the middle of the night they swap out Jack's Longhorn <laughs> for that Longhorn that looks very similar, and uh, it was fun. Yeah, it was so fun. That. There was no yeah. way they were able to do that without like the noise that Longhorn was making. There's right. no way they were able to do that without rising suspicions from the people in the house. But it, 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 but that kind of made it more fun. And they, they took it in and out pretty quick. But, uh, but yeah, they probably would have been caught in, in real life. But it was fun. Um, then we also have the actual meet where Georgie wins the the meet, the her and Phoenix, um, and. Uh, that was a fun moment. Peter comes back with all of a sudden having all these blonde highlights. <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> I think he was on a different show at that time. Like, I'm sure he was on like a comedy show or something at that time. Oh yeah. Or like a yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that might make the frosty There's tips this. seem a little bit more <laughs> believable. Uh, yeah. And, and then we kind of end this one with the naming ceremony and we have uh, Amy being first, she's kind of weird about the idea of Lisa getting a stone. Jack talks to her about it, but then she comes around and, uh, and they surprise Lisa. Uh, she's going to get a stone as well as Lindy stone. It yeah. was cute and jack saying here today we're here today to celebrate the family so yeah jack's so good nice. in these moments of like you know for a minute there i was worried about amy if she, you know if i was going to turn on her <laughs> this episode as well mm-hmm. but yeah she brought it back around and you know it's frustrating lisa is pretty much the the primary sort of babysitter um of the family lately um so it was nice that you know, Lindy, who she sort of looked after, you know, pretty yeah. much for the majority of the season that they got the sort of the stones on the same day. Um, sort of a nice moment for both of them. Yeah, and a nice just chance to recognize her as part of the family because mm-hmm. we don't want um, Aunt Evelyn's words to prove prophetic that, that she's just a glorified babysitter, remember? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, and those moments of family uh, are, I think, the heart of of Heartland in the show. So it was a nice way to end off the season. Yeah, and having sort of the majority of the cast there was, mm-hmm. you know, made it really special as well. 
Um, but, you know, I was yeah. a little worried we weren't going to get everybody back for the finale, but, you know, we had Lou back, we had Ty back, we had Peter back. So, yeah, everybody was yeah. there. Yeah. So what would you give this one? One to ten? Um, I'm going to give this one an eight. So, yeah, so... <laughs> six seven and eight this week <laughs> <laughs> yeah i agree that's what i was gonna say an eight i think this uh, was was a nice episode uh and you know georgie deciding to stay at heartland uh as well so there we go let us know what you think of these three episodes if you're a heartland fan what do you think of season 11 as a whole um we're excited to to get into season 12 uh next week and uh, yeah, let us know what you think. And Michelle, where can people find you? Um, on Twitter at Michelle R. Benson. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. Also make sure that you're following the podcast, Home Rookies Pod and Home Rookies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate it so much. Uh, five stars. It helps us out a lot. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store, and you can get Heartland inspired merch on the merch store. So check that out. And uh, thanks so much. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye everyone. Bye everyone.